Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. That's right. It is time for the Dynasty Happy Hour once again. Tyler, turn that music down. You got to get better at paying attention at that. Come on, man. We're trying to be professionals over here. Jeez Louise. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Turn me up my headphones. Uh, uh. We're about to have a rap battle. <laughs> turn my uh. headphones up. <laughs> turn my headphones up. Up, 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 up. Then it cuts out. Oh. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It's me. It's James. It's Tyler. The Triforce in full effect. Rocking it on Sunday. We had almost a full slate of games with only two teams on by. Arizona and Carolina taking the week off. Taking the season off of those teams. Am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're bad. Uh, <laughs> no big losses there. But speaking of losses, we'll get into a lot of injuries today. Sheesh. We are, you know, a week away. One more week and we got the playoffs. If you're in Scott Fishbowl and you made the playoffs, first of all, congrats. That started last week. I don't know if I'm advancing this week. Tyler looks like he is. We'll see what happens. James is shaking his head. He's like, nah, dog. I uh, I started Deshaun Watson. He got negative points. I should have known better. But whatever. <sighs> Anywho, I did want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Manscaped. You know, Manscaped has been a sponsor for a bit now. And, you know, deservingly so. They have an awesome product with their skin safe technology, lawnmower 4.0, wireless charger. You get a weed whacker, nose and ear trimmer. You got to take care of all the stuff. You want to impress your ladies or you want to do something special for them. You know what? She comes home from work one day and you're like glistening like a dolphin right out of the water. Like just this water just beads off of you. And she's like, oh, my God, you look so slick. And you're like, yeah, baby, let's get it on. Manscaped, that's where it's at. That's how you're going to do it. Make sure you use code DHH when you check out for 20% off. And not only do you get the lawnmower and the weed whacker, you also get the crop preserver, cleanser, and reviver. So not only is she going to be like, you look great. But, babe, you smell great, too. I am in. Let me jump into that ocean with you, and let's do the thing. Manscaped.com, code DHHH for 20% off. Your balls will thank you for it. James and Tyler, what is going on? I'm high on cake. <laughs> Apparently. What was in the cake? A lot of chocolate. <laughs> now, I saw the picture of the cake, and it reminded me, do you guys remember the movie Matilda? When that kid had to eat that whole thing of cake, that chocolate cake. I don't think I caught that one. Do you no. you guys don't remember that? Oh man, it's a classic scene. The cake looked amazing, but it did not look great because this kid was just mess eating it. Yeah, if you, you guys all know what I'm talking about when yeah. you've seen it. This is Unless... a large piece of cake that my wife, myself, and my two kiddos polished off, and it was it was it was legit. Death by chocolate is what it was called. So. It I'm on a little bit good. of a sugar rush. After this, we're going to play some Fortnite. I'm going to be running around like crazy, just clapping people, building, cranking 90s. It'll be fun. How was your weekend, James? I was going to say, James, you got you want <laughs> I mean, I could just be quiet for the entire you saw, you saw, podcast. You, you feel like a tie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 50-50 on how my weekend went right now. Um you know, yesterday I had to put in a couple extra hours of work. And then, um, you know, we had the Fortnite live event. So that was cool. And yeah, then today, was... you know, 
watched some watch football the and then and then watched uh watched the tie. Yeah, so at least uh tie's better than loss. at the moment. Yep. I mean my Falcons definitely uh it's it's time, Falcons. Why aren't you putting in Ritter? Mariota's not helping you. Every time I see him throw, I'm like, okay, what what is the deal? Michael Pruitt scores another touchdown two weeks in a row. Hey, Kyle Pitts, Kyle those Pitts were who? your touchdowns. Kyle Pitts who? <laughs> those were his touchdowns. They belong to him. All right. We, do we want to uh do we want to go over all the injuries at once or just go game by game? How how do we want to approach this? Let's just hit them all at once. All right, let's hit them. I'll go over all the injuries. And then we'll talk about them. I think that's the easiest. I don't want to spend too much time on injuries. It is late in the season, though. So those, if you got those deep rosters with some bench stashes, this might be the time where someone gets promoted and leads you to victory. Because you know what? We see it every year in fantasy football. So it could happen this week. The big pretty injury. Valuable. Yeah, valuable. pretty valuable. Pretty mouth. All right. Um. So big news at quarterback. A couple of veteran quarterbacks. Matt Stafford. Out for the season. He's on, well, he's on IR. There's no way they're bringing him back, right? He's got a spinal cord contusion. Um, and the indication is that that season ending, we saw the Rams actually be competitive today, which was interesting. Um, but more importantly, this one affects a lot of fantasy weapons because San Francisco's loaded at, you know, the positions that we all love, except for George Kittle. Oh, God. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the season with a broken foot. It is Brock Purdy season now. Now, if you owned Brock Purdy, cool, I guess. Maybe he's a serviceable QB two for the rest of the way. Um, you know, he's got those Maybe. weapons that could probably help him. Who knows? Um, Tua Tagovailoa also suffered an ankle injury in the fourth quarter of the Dolphins game against the Niners and do- did not return. Uh, so that's going to be a situation to monitor. We saw Tua get bent in half last week. So he's definitely, oh. you know, without their left tackle, Tron Armstead there to help him. He's uh, he's getting banged up. So we saw Tua miss a few games earlier in the season with some concussion issues. So any kind of injury um, stinks, obviously, but he's had a rash of injuries here this year uh, in, an, in an offense that's been humming pretty well, except for Jeff Wilson today. What happened? What happened, Jeff Wilson? Revenge game narrative did not work for you, my friend. Um, at the running back position, Aaron Jones went out briefly but did return to the game with a shin injury. It was A.J. Dillon week, unfortunately. A few Aaron Jones owners. And then Ken Walker went out with an ankle that was quote-unquote jammed, said Pete Carroll, as he was chewing gum annoyingly loud. Um, and he, he said, they'll have to see what that means. That means that like he might miss some time, which stinks because if I remember correctly, Ken Walker had a very favorable fantasy football playoff schedule. So maybe he misses one week and then you get him back for the playoffs here. Uh, a couple tight end injuries. We've got Hayden Hurst was ruled out with a calf injury. Um, well, there's only really one tight end. Oh, I forgot about Lamar Jackson. How could I forget about him? But yeah. John Harbaugh said that Lamar Jackson's knee injury is not season ending, which is good. But that Ravens team that was already struggling on offense, uh, woof, still struck Denver's defense today. <laughs> lights out. They played like Justin Simmons. I had him in an IDP league. Got me twenty three points, dog. Can I love can it? I, can I talk about that real quick? Sure. I was thinking about that. Okay. Oh, there's rumors of everybody being upset at Russell Wilson, and then you see this defense shut down the Ravens. Pretty much keeping that offense in the game. Like, okay, we need something from you. How many possessions did they have? And they scored nine points. McManus had to go for, what was it, a 62-yard field goal, 63-yard field goal? Something stupid. Which I think in Denver might have gone in. But here it did not. That being, you know, kind of in the background, Russell Wilson is holding this team back. Like, he's not scoring points for these guys. And I don't know what it is. Like he he shows some good throws, 
I, I saw a handful of good throws. He trusts Judy a ton. He does not want to throw the ball to Sutton because you want to know why Sutton doesn't get open. You, you, you know, you just got to trust Sutton's going to come down with the ball. Judy's the one that's actually open, so he's throwing to an open receiver. He's not throwing guys open. And I just think it's a trust issue. Russ doesn't trust anything about this offense. I don't think the offense trusts Russ. Big trust. <laughs> they call me Big Trust, Larry Hoover. That's right. Um, Super limited. Yeah. Oh, God. So cringe. The cringe, cringiest player in the NFL, Russ Wilson. Uh, Traylon Burks scored a touchdown, and Beautiful. then he was ruled out with a concussion for the rest of the game, so that's never good. Usually concussions nowadays, if you have one, you're usually going to miss at least a game after. Sometimes more. Joe Mixon didn't play today, um, so that's two games out for him. So obviously a situation to monitor. Traylon Burks definitely been coming on here late in the season. I mean, they, they don't have a ton of uh, of targets there, and Burks has been looking really good, so that um, breakout might be on pause for now. So we'll keep an eye on that as we go through. And that's what I got for injuries. I'm sure there's probably a couple that were missing here and there, but I want to get to Aaron Jones. The, I said Aaron Jones. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to get to the big juicies this week. And that's the games. Big, big juicies. Big juicies. Juicy. I need fruit. to eat. I need to eat cake before every podcast. Big juicies. Like, I think I need some cake, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. you had, I, I missed my uh, four o'clock game nap. You had uh, chocolate. Today, so. Now it seems like you need something a little, little sweeter, like Sour Patch Kids, something a little fruity with a fruit oh, taste. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You went sweeter, and then you said Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. There's first you couldn't have sour, come up with anything sweet. sweeter. First are sour, then they're sweet. Duh, like it's a in the sweet commercial. tart. Bruh. Sweet tarts? What the Sweet tarts are sweet. Who I mean, they have it in the name. Tarts? Who would go for sweet tarts, though? No, sweet tarts are like lower tier. It's like sweet treats. Tarts. It's like Alka-Seltzer. That's what those are. <laughs> like Mentos. They give you the same amount of heartburn. Like the fruity so. Mentos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move into our Thursday game where my my favorite team, the Patriots, got absolutely dog-walked. This wasn't even – the score looks like it was close, 24 to 10 bills. It was not. Um, you know, we saw Stephon Diggs do to Stephon Diggs things. Gabriel Davis scored a touchdown. If you're still starting Gabriel Davis every week, you love to see him at least score a touchdown because the he volume is second one, man. Yeah. The volume has not been there for Gabriel Davis. We saw Isaiah McKenzie have a decent PPR day. Dawson Knox with a bagel. Oops. I know tight end sucks, but when you have a tight end like Dawson Knox, who the week before had like nine targets and then have nothing this week was really rough. Devin Singletary scored a touchdown. But for me, the story for the Bills was how good James Cook looked and the usage Cook looked and how good the usage was. 14 carries for 64 yards. He was active in the passing game and he looked really good. The New England Patriots run defense is one of the best units in the league and the stats show that. Um, So I really liked what I saw out of Cook. As far as the Patriots go, it's Ramondre Stevenson. He's the only guy that you can start in week in, week out. Easy peasy. Mac Jones clearly frustrated with the play calling of the lovely Matt Patricia pissed off that they're not calling downward throws. Literally every throw was a run, a screenplay, or a throw to the sticks. Those are the three plays they ran all night. I was furious watching this at home. James, talk to me about this game. Um, not much to explain other than what you said, except for the fact, Let's. I want to talk about James Cook a little bit. This is the first time we saw his snap share. Very, very similar to what Devin Singletary did. Uh, Singletary, 44%. James Cook, 43% first time over 100 scrimmage yards. I, I think the tide is ch- turning in the Bills' backfield, and it's time to see James Cook do his thing. Tyler, what do you think? Because this is this is your guy. Yeah, 
I, I agree. I started him in a couple leagues, and uh, he's he's helping me, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I'm thinking about is if he did not fumble that first game, mm. would this have happened sooner? Probably. I, I think, but I, I actually am happy with the result because he did need to work on pass protection. The team is trusting him a lot more, and as you can tell with the trust, you're seeing the talent, which is what I saw on tape, jump off the film, kind of like his brother Delvin, kind of like cuts Cuts like a knife right through the hole, and, and kind of reminds of me of Tony Pollard. Yeah, and and if he gets in the open field, he's gone. He's got speed to burn. And for me, I love what I'm seeing. And then six, you know, all six targets for 41 yards. That pass catching availability is awesome to see. And that Naheem Hines isn't taking any. And and Doug, I know you said Gabe Davis isn't getting the volume. Seven targets is still okay for Gabe Davis. And Patriots are very good at taking away one thing that they're good at. And Josh Allen has a heck of a deep ball. And Bill took that away from him. And he had to kind of dink and dunk his way. And as you can tell, Diggs was getting frustrated too because Diggs was just getting short stuff, short stuff, and then got that touchdown. Diggs will be fine. I have have breaking news, guys, in the quarterback position for the San Francisco 49ers. They have made a move. They have signed a veteran quarterback who we saw play last year and actually played pretty well. In his limited time, now with his third stint with the San Francisco 49ers, he's been with like nine different teams. It's Josh Johnson is going to be a San Francisco 49er. And Um, I think he'll be the starter. Yes, because it'll be very interesting because they already have packages. They already have packages for a mobile quarterback. Yeah. So uh, put two and two together. I I want to add on to this. It actually helps Trey Lance, in my opinion, because when he comes back, they can kind of just keep this offense rolling with that. Like, if Josh Johnson becomes a starter, it's not a transition from Purdy. Like, Purdy's Purdy unmobile. So, you got to think. <laughs> Purdy bad. He's not Purdy th- good. You got to think Josh Johnson, he comes in, he's a mobile quarterback. They can just be like, okay, let's get used to this. The offense gets used to it. Say they go on a roll in the playoffs. Then you put an even more prolific runner and passer in with Trey Lance. This offense could be zinging. By week one next year, and uh, I'd be was very that a, was that a Transylvania uh, a zing reference? Zing? The zing. <laughs> I love that movie, but no, it was yeah. not. All right, fair enough. All right, let's move on to our next game. We're going to talk about Tyler's Falcons, an absolute barn burner here, nineteen to sixteen, Pittsburgh. Uh, in this one, the, the big takeaway from this one is George Pickens only getting two targets. Ouch. Mm, that hurt. Um, but Najee Harris, who was on the injury report all week long, he left the game last week with an abdominal injury, had 17 carries for 86 yards, um, didn't do much in the passing game, but had probably the stiff arm of the year thus far when he stiff armed the defender straight into hell. Um, and it was an amazing play by Najee, super athletic. Um, people hate on Najee, but I still think he's good. He looks good. He did look good. And then, you know, Pickett has a okay game, nothing crazy. There and then for Atlanta, you said so. It it looks like after the bye week, Arthur Smith said that they might explore Desmond Ritter um, being the starter. So I just saw that come through. So we may get our Ritter shares to be able to uh, get some starts for us. You know, this one they split the running back carries between Patterson and Algier, and they pretty much performed exactly the same. Um, Drake London had a nice game, and I'm sure that's what you want to talk about, Tyler. No, actually, I was going to talk on the Steelers <laughs> side. Damn, uh, George Pickens. He was covered by AJ Terrell. Now people forget Terrell. He's he's not having as good of a year. He as He was last awesome year, last but, year. Yeah, but he's been hurt, and, and there was an injury that looked like it could have taken him out for the season. But he came back, and he was on Pickens. Now that's not an easy matchup for a rookie because Terrell is very good. He's a lockdown guy. That's a good reason. Like 
that to me shows growth in Pickett personally because, hey, you've got a stud corner here covering your main guy. Are you going to go that way all the time? Or are you going to kind of – they did a lot of rollouts with Pickett, and, and he hit Johnson a lot. Like, Johnson was very involved on short and passes. And 11 targets for Deontay today. And, and Pickett, to me um, – Going back to when we talked about Mac Jones versus Pickett, uh, he looks like he's evolving more and more in this offense. When they, you know, say they draft, I mean, he's got weapon. He's got weapons around him. Mac, Mac. That's doesn't true. Really have that. That's true. And and for me, the the turnovers, he's he's making smarter choices. He's he's focusing on not turning over the ball and giving his team a chance to win. That defense is playing better. Pickett to me, I think is a fringe quarterback one in dynasty, like maybe thirteen to fifteen. And room to grow, especially with these weapons. So I'm very excited for Pickett. The more can we call him? Can we call him Sweatpants? Sweatpants because he's got room to grow. That's true. Yeah, I like it. And and a lot of his his rookie year reminds me of Joe Burrow's rookie year. Joe Burrow kind of was kind of feeling out the waves. Uh, They you know Taylor wasn't thinking, hey, we should go down the field with this guy. He had T Higgins as a rookie with Burrow. They're working out the kinks. And then year two is when you kind of see that growth happen when they bring in another weapon, which I wouldn't be shocked if they do because the Steelers need a wide receiver three after they trade Claypool. But, yeah, going to the Falcon side, London, he had a great game. But I'm I'm ready for Ritter. That's my focus on Atlanta. I want to see Ritter. I want to see if that's the future or not. I don't understand why they waited so long. Like, they, they actually winning. had a chance they, to yeah. win. Like, it... it I mean, they they shot themselves in the foot really for a, a draft pick. If anything, uh, that's fine with me. Drake London, great. You know, twelve targets, but fifty percent catch percentage is not what I was looking for. Um, I, it should be better with Desmond Ritter. We all know that Mariota stinks at quarterback, and it's only a matter of time. As long I think if the Buccaneers win next uh, this week, then Atlanta's out. Mariota would be move a on. great backup for the 49ers when Trey Lance is quarterback. Mariota would be a great backup for Desmond Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's where case, we're at. Case in point. Yeah, All right, let's I mean. let's move on to our next game, the NFC North rivalry. The Green Bay Packers beating the Chicago Bears 28 to 19. Packers came back in this one. Aaron Rodgers, very pedestrian today, only 18 of 31 for 182 and a single touchdown. That touchdown was to, you guessed it, the guy that only catches touchdowns. And he had a long touchdown run as well. Fast Christian as shit. <laughs> Christian Watson is going to be that league winner guy this year. They're like, I think he's emerged. He's scoring. He's the Amon Ra of 2022. I mean, he's not getting the volume, though, but he's scoring. He's scoring. On, he's scoring on 30% of his touches. It's crazy. And we see the athleticism. You know, when we look at the Raz score and everything, in, or Razagul or whatever, on how, <laughs> on how he scored. <gasps> I mean, he scored in like a top 1%, like up there with Calvin Johnson and some of these other athletic freak receivers that we've seen. So, yeah, now that they're actually giving him opportunity and he's healthy, he looks great. Um, you know, A.J. Dillon, this was an A.J. Dillon game. Obviously, we talked about Aaron Jones earlier getting banged up. Dillon has almost 100 yards and a touchdown uh, and then has three receptions for 26, which I was told he couldn't catch footballs because he didn't do it at Boston College. Um, for the Bears, nice game from Cole Komet. Justin Fields does Justin Fields things, although two picks, no touchdown passes, but 20 of 25, you love to see it. The kid just needs some weapons. Right, James? For sure. <laughs> he lost in the game. I mean, that's he, he doesn't have that end of the game is the game on him factor. 
So when I was watching it, it's like, okay, can he take the reins and win the game can for them? And he didn't. Now, Green Bay has officially been eliminated from the playoffs. It's time for Jordan Love. Let's see Agreed. what he gets. Oh, like, boy. It's, it's time for Jordan Love. Uh, you know I like Jordan Love. And oh, I know. Rod, Rodgers has a thumb injury. Why play him still? Why make it and, worse? And the fact is, like, Green Bay needs to decide if they want to give the fifth year to Jordan Love or... Oh, they're not going to pay that. Like, yeah, they it's can't twenty pay mil. That. It's twenty million. Like, they can't you, pay you, that. you'd pay Rodgers and Love. What was it? Like seventy million. They can't get rid of. Rod- be, here's the thing. Love they would can't be a, get- such a good backup in in San Francisco. They can't get he rid of Rodgers because of the contract. Like, it's going to be so much dead money if they trade him. He's like impossible yeah. to move. Yeah, and even and more than Wentz and Matt Ryan were. And Rodgers to me just seems like, I don't know. Rogers? Do you guys think? Do you guys think he would retire? Yes. Uh, he definitely seems like the type that would just be like, I've made my money. should retire. I'm going to yeah. go smoke shrooms in the middle of a forest in God Ayahuasca. knows where. Yeah, like anything. He's Yeah, I could see him just retiring at the drop Me of a too. hat. And, sure. I, and I think he's going to just park it and chill out the Joshua tree, man, and pop some. Pull pop up in his Winnebago. Bro. The worst yeah. part Let about this lux. is Green Bay, like I said, when Jordan Love got drafted. And we were all like, oh, why did they draft Jordan Love? And I said, because this is Packers. They traded for Favre. They had a quarterback for 20 years. They drafted Rodgers out of nowhere when they had Favre. All of a sudden, four years, three years in, he's the starter. 20 years later almost, now we're in the same situation. He sits for three years. They're going to have another starter for like 17 years. And it's going to be one of those things where it's like, God, how does this franchise keep doing this? Yeah. I, I mean, I found out that, you know, I'm older than Aaron Rodgers, so that made me feel old this week. He looks old. Like, Rodgers looks old. He, yeah, you could tell he hasn't had surgery on his face like Tom Brady has. What, Tom Brady's had surgery? No. <laughs> it's all the plants, so man. Vain. The plants. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next game. This one was a bit of a disappointment because this had a high over-under. I think it hit the over because they the scored over. 54 points. Yeah. But we thought that Jacksonville would score more than... 14 points, but I got to tell you what, if you have Detroit Lions, the one time that you play all of them, well, most all of them, is when they're playing at home because Jared Goff is like Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to home and away. And Tyler, I moved him into our lineup this week. You're welcome. Um, and put him in as our QB too because I was like, oh, Goff's at home against Jacksonville. Yeah, he's going to pop off. I thought I started him. Nope. I can't remember. And that's exactly what happened. 31 of 41. Great game from him. 340 and 2. DeAndre Swift finally Got some good usage. He got 18 touches, over 100 total yards, and a touchdown from the goal line even. They did a hurry up to keep him in there. I swear they did it just for him. Um, but the story here outside of Swift and Goff, it's a Monra. It's 12 more targets. It's 11 Dang. catches, two touchdowns. He's just really – everybody in the offseason that was like, oh, no Hawkinson, no this person. It's the only reason he did good. Didn't watch the film on Amon Ra St. Brown. And fantasy receipts, call all those people out, retweet them all because it was bad. I loved Amon Ra because I liked what I saw on the field and his talent, and it's 100%. DJ Chark, by the way, nice revenge game. I'm going to yeah, put that and, out there. And Jamison Williams, those are his targets. <laughs> like He got yeah, one target time. today, so at least he was out there for a little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah, they're not going to give him heavy sure. usage right away. Like, Nor did and, they need to. Like, no, either. no, God, no. 
Trevor uh, Lawrence escaped a major injury. If you go back and watch that replay, I, I did see that highlight or low light, and I was like, oh. Like, I thought, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. This is, uh, this is a Joe Burrow-like, Tom Brady-like injury. The knees destroyed or the ankles just all destroyed. Comes back in. I mean, at 6'6", that dude must be flexible as hell. It's, it's that hot yoga. It, it could be the hot yoga or just <laughs> Jacksonville being hot all the time. The sweaty hair. just The sweaty hair. <laughs> uh, Travis Etienne, though, perfectly healthy. He carried pretty much all the running back carries. He didn't have a great day here today, but, I mean, it was a weird day for Jacksonville. Really, only Christian Kirk and your boy Evan Ingram, James, caught a touchdown. Um, so hey. I, 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 when I saw that come through, I thought of you because anytime so, Evan Ingram comes through, I think of James. Hey. I got, I got a theory. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. If you guys haven't seen Tangled, she has long hair that heals. <laughs> he just went in the back, started singing, wrapped it around his leg, <laughs> wrapped it around. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, healed. I I'm like just it. Saying. Real fast, let's. Uh, I want to go back to DeAndre Swift real quick because this is the first game that he actually saw more than a sixty percent snap share yeah. since the first game of the season. Yeah, it seems that we are back on the DeAndre Swift work train. Um, I hope getting so. away from the Jamal Williams t- type deal where Jamal Williams is actually leading the backfield. So this is a great sign for DeAndre Swift. If you do have him, you're obviously going to play him moving forward. And I believe their schedule is super juicy towards the end. Minnesota, the Jets, Carolina, Chicago in the fantasy finals. So that's yeah. something that you're looking at and saying you doubted Swift the whole season because of what happened. But he's now back up to that snap share catching balls out of the backfield. He seems to be back to 100 percent. All right, let's move on to the next game. Another one of Tyler's teams, because he's got two. Um, Minnesota Vikings hold on in Viking style. What a game. 27 to 22 over the Jets. Um, you know, on the Jets side of the ball, Mike White didn't throw for any touchdowns. He did run for one. So he had, you know, threw the ball 57. This is a Joe Flacco line from earlier in the year, throwing the ball almost 60 times. Zonovan Knight was the pure like guy in this backfield. James Robinson gets four carries. Ty Johnson gets one. Zonovan Knight goes 15 for 90. So if you had him on your taxi or you picked him up this week, he was serviceable. And he caught five passes for 28. I liked what I saw out of Zonovan Knight. We all know the story of the Jets though, right, Tyler? It's your boy. (laughs) It's Garrett Wilson. Eight for a buck 62 on not 10, not 12, but 15 targets. Corey Davis also did chip in with double digit targets and five for 85. Poor Elijah Moore, though. Two for seven. Rough, rough, rough. Uh, On the Vikings side, Dalvin had a nice game here in scoring a touchdown. Madison poached one from him. The the Vikings passing game in this one, struggle bus. Like, Jefferson only went seven for 45 because Sauce is the boss. And then uh, Adam Thielen had a long one towards the end of the game for 25 yards. But, yeah, what did you think of this game, Tyler? Other than Uh, Garrett Wilson being... Delvin Delvin Cook ran real well against this defense. Uh, He looks young and spry like if there's somebody where i think has a couple more good years left i think it's delvin he looks like he hasn't lost a step and yeah uh garrett wilson he's demanding targets right now and elijah moore apparently is in purgatory denzel mim purgatory after having an outstanding rookie season he's he's just out he's done so weird so i mean this kid's weird Brees hall is doubt like i i you always forget about Brees hall and just how good he was. Because oh, I have not forgotten. Zonovan Knight, 15 for 90. If that was Brees, would it be 15 for 160? 25, 150, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say so. 
And, and then also the five for 28. Would that be five? I mean, Knight for... did have a long 48-yard run, so that padded it a little bit. The Vikings' yeah. run defense is good. It's their passing defense that oh, sucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and Garrett Wilson chewed that up and ate it. And mm-hmm. White didn't have a great game. Like If you watch the no. game, Mike White did not have a great game at all. And so for me, Wilson is a huge winner, and he just keeps climbing and climbing up the dynasty ranks and it'll be interesting to see where he's at in startup season but right now if you've got garrett wilson like i do in a lot of places you are very excited you're wearing, you're wearing sweatpants room for growth yeah. oh yeah major growth sweatpants are and, definitely and cousins, on this evening cousins <laughs> completed his first pass and then went like oh for six for the next and then Ugh. just started dinking and dunking the rest of the game and like you said Sauce Gardner, every time they'd throw it to him, he was everywhere. Like he was bottling up Jefferson. He is elite. And he's bottling that, up the sauce. The fact that Houston went with Stingley instead of Sauce Gardner when everybody's like Sauce is the one, number one corner. Houston's gonna and do Houston things. Stingley's been good. Yes, he yeah, has. He can't tackle though. Stingley does not want to yeah. tackle. He ain't sauce though. But it's it, that's how all LSU corners have been to start their careers. They don't like to tackle, they stay away from it and then Later on, they'll they'll start doing it, but yeah, Sauce was the right choice, and like we also we all see where Houston is, and it's not good. They bad. All right, let's move on to James's team now. The New York Giants tie the Washington Commanders. The Giants move to seven four and one. The Commanders are seven five and one. I know ties are annoying. Washington, you know Taylor Henneke played well in this one. He caught a touchdown. Uh, Jahan Dotson caught one and threw one, which is always fun. But ever since Tyler Henneke's taken over at quarterback, it's been the emergence of Terry McLaurin. Eight for 105 and a touchdown on 12 targets. He is a wide receiver one from here on out this year. Yes. Uh, and then Brian Robinson, you know, Antonio Gibson was questionable going into this game. He got nine carries and a couple of catches, but it was all Brian Robinson here in a close game. 21 carries for 96 yards. Like I said, Brian Robinson is nothing sexy. He's a grinder. He's an occasional flex week guy in a good matchup, but that's about it. Uh, and then for New York, you know, Saquon, he's he's faded a little bit here as the season gone has gone on, but he did get you a touchdown. And then Darius Slayton continues the emergence. A guy that was on the fringe of making the roster, eight targets, six for 90. He's had over, I think, 60 or 70 yards receiving in every week for the last month. Um, because honestly, they don't have a lot <laughs> other than that. They're so banged up and dead. James, what did you think of this game other than being annoyed that it was a tie? I was very annoyed that it turned into a tie, yes. But there may be a hidden gem on the New York Giants uh, receiving core that we haven't really thought about yet, and that's Isaiah Ah, Hodgins. Picked him up in a bunch of leagues. (laughs) Oregon State, uh, second year. He was with the Bills, with Dabble last year. Yep. And we are starting to see him come on over the past three games, getting some targets, snap share going up today, five for 44 and a touchdown on six targets. It seems like his trend is starting to rise. I think if he is available on your waiver wires, go out and scoop him up for free. Yeah, I grabbed him a couple of weeks ago in some deeper leagues, so I was pretty happy to do that. I saw him score today, and I was like, ooh. That but other than nice. that, I'm I'm heartbroken that uh, we, we tied. Yeah. Better than a loss, though. Oh, That's yeah, because we have one less loss than the Washington Commandos. Like, that like is Ted Lasso says, ties are like kissing your sister. And then he realized Ew. that he's saying that over. I know again. nothing about that. Is that how you got red hair? I think I think that's one of the causes. Yeah, I think so. No. All right, let's talk about the Eagles absolutely trouncing the Tennessee Titans today. 
I knew that Hertz was going to have a big game. Not only was it AJ Brown revenge week, but the Titans are a pass funnel. They're really hard to run against, but you can throw on them very easily. And Jalen Hurts was like, you know what, Doug? I'm listening. I'm going to go 29 to 39 for 380 and three touchdowns. And I'm going to score one on the ground, too, on my five carries for 12 yards. Miles Sanders only got 10 carries in this one. He did score. Didn't do much with those carries. They averaged 2.8 yards a carry. The Titans' front seven is very, very good. Their secondary, hot very, garbage. Very, very bad. So play your receivers against the Titans is what I'm saying. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, he popped off. We all predicted it. Eight for 119, two touchdowns on 10 targets. Devonta started it off hot. He went five for 102 and a touchdown. Not much else going on there in the Eagles passing game. And then for Tennessee, oh, who led the, who chica, led the Tennessee chica, Titan, chica, Titans in, chica, in receiving? Chica, chica, oh, was it Chigazima Kwanko, who I've been chica, telling you to pick up chica. for months? Yes, it was. If you haven't got him, you missed the boat. And you can say, you know what, Doug? I fudged up. I fudged up bad. And I should have got him. It's okay. Uh, we saw Traylon Burks get hurt. We talked about that earlier. Um, but I just want to give a shout out to Julius Chestnut getting in the box score. Let's go. After one of my hot dogs. One of my preseason guys. Tyler, what did you see in this game other than just complete domination by the Eagles? Yeah, A.J. Brown dominated. He had a 40-yard touchdown called back. Next play comes, comes around. Yeah. And it was a double move where Fulton, the corner, just was right in front of A.J. Brown's route and got ran over like steamrolled. That, that Christian got burned. Like, honestly, <laughs> see what I did. You remember Austin Powers is the part when the guy's screaming when he's on the steamroller. He's like, no. Yes. That was the corner. Just plowed over, steamrolled. Yeah, AJ <laughs> Brown was dominant today. Devonta Smith had uh, a little cushioned stats from last play of the half where he caught a 34 yarder. Yeah. And it was just a screenplay, but that that was nice because I had him going in a couple of leagues. But going over to the Titans side, I want to talk about uh, Traylon Burks and that catch was outstanding. He knew he was going to get smoked. He hung onto that ball. He high pointed it. It was a great move on the top of the route, and then caught the ball in the air. Got smoked by I think Epps, and yep. then uh, yeah, just fell. Hung onto the ball. Usually people that get hit like that don't hang onto the ball. He had that thing in his hands. Great catch. I'm. He is the future, him and Chig. And, yeah, Chig, when, in a world where we need tight ends so badly, Chig could be the guy that we need to look to to be a future he, top I 10 I think he's got end. three or four uh, over 30-yard receptions this season. Yeah, they're he's looking ex- for a big play. And he's a, he's like an ex- more explosive version of Delaney Walker. Yeah, and that, you see it on the field. He's not uh-huh. big, but he's a thick dude, and he's open, and he's super athletic. Um the, my only problem is like when you see a tight end that might need a little growth, you wish they were a little younger. He is a little on the older side. He's 23 right now. But you know what? At tight end, I don't care. I'm not He's worried ancient. about it because tight ends, they could last forever. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Let's, James, do you have anything to add? Oh, no, no, no. All right. We're good. It was All right, a let's, blowout. Let's move it. on to this absolutely skip? scintillating skip, game skip, 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 between skip, the Baltimore skip. Ravens and the oh, Denver yeah, Broncos. Skip. Guys, it was 10 to 9. What a barn burner. Lamar gets hurt. Huntley, though, 27 to 32. Completion percentage was good. No touchdowns. He did run for one because he is mobile, a lot like Lamar. Um, Threw a pick. It is what it is. I mean, this was a no one. If you started any, Demarcus Robinson had seven catches. Cool. Like, that's awesome. Uh, For Denver, it was just as bad. Russell, 17 to 22, a buck 89. Greg Dolchich, though, Another another player, when I hear the name, I think of James because this was his tight end one, was Dolchich this year. 
Um, and Judy comes back for four for 65. Cortland Sutton, though, he was ill this week going into the game. So I think that probably factored into him only getting a target. Excuses. Although it, the no, Ravens defense Ill, is getting better. When you say ill, does that mean like, man, that's ill? Or no, like the, that like means like PC sick boys, to your like stomach, like it, like I feel like what when I watch him play, ill. Russ Ill. was efficient. Ugh. That's probably the best. But the thing is, when he was with Seattle, when he was efficient, he was throwing the ball down the field successfully to receivers we'll talk about later and the success they're having with another quarterback. But it's showing that these weapons aren't elite like Seattle's were. And it's showing. And Dolchich is in the middle of the field. He's a safety blanket. And Russ is trusting him in that aspect. But other than that, like his he's averaging 8.6. That's not good, but it's better than what we've seen out of Russ lately. So things are getting slowly better. My favorite storyline about Russ, though, lately has been that he had a birthday party and half the team showed up. Bo Callahan. Bo Callahan. <laughs> now, when you hear the stories of they both went to Wisconsin and stuff, haven't seen him in the same room. I mean, oh. birds aren't real. Russ Wilson's Bo Callahan. Those are theories <laughs> I'm behind. Um, real fast, before we move on, uh, mm -hmm. Russell Wilson, he's playing so bad this year. Would you take a second round pick for him? I'm trading. Are you at that point? For, I'm trading a second round pick for Russ. That's that's what I'm saying right now. Yes. Um, he's uh, a starter. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's he a can't. starter. He's, he can only yeah, go up. Yeah, right. And they're missing. They're missing Javante Williams in this offense. Would it really would have, I think, made a big difference this year on the James. ground in the ground and the receiving game. So. Russell Wilson, buy low, right? James, now. you know what you should do? You should go back to last week's episode when Doug and I talked about the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we did. I don't <laughs> listen. I only subscribe. Only subscribe. Okay. Uh -huh. Thank you. Thank you for drop, your drop support. some likes, will you? And speaking about dropping some likes, you should go drop a like with Trophy Smack. It's getting towards the end of the season. The playoffs are only a mere, you know, after next week, they're going to be here. So it's playoff time. Get your stuff in line already and get your belt or your trophy ordered from Trophy Smack. And if you play football, that's awesome. Hockey season's upon us. So is basketball. Baseball just wrapped up if you're late to the game to get a, a trophy for that. Soccer, cool. Uh, <laughs> they're completely customizable. You can get your own belt. James has his own chef belt. Work, work, work. It's pretty awesome. It's the right trophy for you. And when you use code DHH ring and get a you can get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. And it's not only for winners, it's also for losers. So if you have losers in your league that you want to give them, you know, a nice little toilet seat or anything like that, you can also do that on Trophy Smack as well. And again, code DHH ring for that free ring at checkout. All right. Let's get on to the return. 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 Returning. So returning. Return and The chocolate cake's wearing out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, the Browns win this one 27 to 14 in the return of Deshaun Watson, who was not good. Um, the defense won this game for the Cleveland Browns with two defensive scores. Nick Chubb should have really popped off in this game. 17 for 80. The Texans run defense is the worst in the league. Nothing through the through the air. There was no David Njoku in this game. That's not an excuse. It was just bad for the Browns. Thank God their defense came to play. And then for the Houston Texans. DPJ, DPJ, uh, special teams. He touchdown. did have a punt return touchdown. Yeah, it was all special teams and defense for the Browns today. Uh, Kyle Allen, he ain't it. We know that. Um, Damian Pierce did go over a thousand scrimmage yards for the season. First rookie to do it this year. So congrats to him. He had a nice kind of little bounce back game here after he had been hot trash the last couple of weeks. 
And then uh, my boy Nico Collins, he got a hey. touchdown. And we also saw Brevin Jordan, my guy from the preseason, uh, get four for 46 on five targets. So it looks like he's getting healthier. I still have him as a very strong buy if you're looking for tight end help. I, I don't know about you, but it seems like whenever I say, like, go and get a tight end, whether it's Daniel Bellinger or Chigazima Kwanko, um, you, you just may want to listen. That's all I'm saying. So go get Brevin Jordan as a throw-in right now. People are off him so far. He is very, very good. Guys, Tyler, talk to me about Deshaun Watson. How bad did those was he killing the turf with the throws today? Uh, he looked like he hasn't played in over 700 days which is mm-hmm. exactly what he has not played football. That's like an item shop. Like, oh, that's an item shop style. Like, oh, this back hasn't been in there in 1,000 days. And they, they brought him out a couple times, put Brissette in just for some trick plays and all that. But he'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. And I know people don't want to talk about People don't want to talk about him, but we're talking about a fan, fantasy aspect. And in my opinion, after seeing this game, people will be freaking out, especially with uh, the pass he has. He is a smash Go out and see if you can go buy him cheap right now. If you, I think if you I think his deadline. price just went down a tad. Yeah, hundred percent. And and like I said, there's there could be some people who roster him that aren't fans of having him on a team. It might sure. Just, you just make it a natural discount. Now for me, it's strictly fantasy. That's all I'm looking at. Looked at it with Tyree Kill and all that stuff. The the storm will pass on the value that you get from him, and his his value will rise. Again, because he is a very talented guy. He's got to get acclimated with offense. And you could just tell it's mainly chemistry-based. He he wasn't on the same page with Cooper when Cooper had a really good chemistry with Brissett. So for me, that in time will, will come. And I'm not too worried about it. And with Nick Chubb, I just think Houston came out to play. They wanted to to play with the whole entire Watson stuff. And they they were trying to prove themselves. And the defense kept them in it, actually. It was the offense that... My oh, boy Jalen Petrie with all the tackles, sixteen yeah. tackles today, <laughs> and, and, and an interception where he came out of nowhere. Petrie and, and, was really dishing it out today. <laughs> I mean, which is ironic because if you look at the articles, Petrie actually had trouble tackling. All he has season. had tackling woes. So yeah. if he's going to start tackling, he could be the next young safety for IDP players that you absolutely want because he's going to be everywhere. I hope and, so. And, Tasty and, dish. And for me, yeah, Texans, they're getting a number one overall pick. It all depends on if it's going to be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. And for me, it's all based on who their new head coach will probably be because Lovey Smith, I'm sorry, but you are out. Yeah. James, anything on this game? Nico Collins, 10 targets. Pay attention to it. Yeah, no Brandon Cooks this week. So Nico's been getting pretty consistent targets over the last handful of weeks. So profiles is an alpha. They get a no, nice young quarterback in there to help them out. Go, go get Nico Collins. Go All right. Let's move on to the Seattle Seahawks versus the lowly Los Angeles Rams. Rams I, were competitive in this one. This Seahawks win game. 27 to 23. Gino was cooking three touchdowns, 367 yards through the air. Unfortunately, we did see Ken Walker suffer an ankle injury. We talked about that earlier. So we'll keep an eye on that. DJ Dallas got 10 carries. In his stead, didn't do much with him because got hurt as well. Yeah, and and honestly, he's DJ Dallas. Like whatever. Um, I'm not too. Maybe they'll bring back Alex Collins or something. Who knows? I believe Travis Homer is going to be able to play next week. Yeah. So uh, so obviously that's an injury to monitor as the weeks go on. But it was all Tyler Lockett nine one twenty eight and one on twelve targets and DK Metcalf. DeKalen was popping eight for one twenty seven and a late touchdown on eight targets. And we also saw Noah Fant get a touchdown here. Went four for forty two. Outside of that, nothing. Laquan Treadwell got in the, the box. Tyler, I'm just saying one for one. 
for him. And then the Rams, we said it last week, don't start any Rams. I guess if you were desperate, you could have started Cam Akers because Seattle's run defense isn't great. They only gave up three and a half yards of carry to Cam, but he did score two touchdowns and got the majority of the work. Kyron Williams, only three carries today. Um, and he got one target. That was it. So Kyron Williams, not really involved. It was mostly all Cam Akers. Um, so yeah, that's all I got in this one. It was pretty much as we predicted outside of Ken Walker getting hurt. Um, Lockett and Metcalf doing what they do. Yeah. Who who would have thought Detroit's pick would be later than LA when they made the trade for Stafford? Right. That's Detroit's going to be stacked because they don't oh, need man. any offensive pieces. So Detroit and Philadelphia, like those two teams have so many picks and it's going to be nuts what they can do with them because Detroit doesn't need to go quarterback. They don't need to. They could go with Goff. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe Goff gets a little more comfortable. I don't think Dan Campbell's going anywhere now. His job seems to be pretty no, safe. They like, they like Campbell. Yeah. Even if they had a oh, losing yeah. season, he would say The there. culture there is just the whole, it's awesome. the whole franchise yeah. has been turned around because of yeah. Campbell. And my – God, what's frustrating is the Rams. Okay. Kyron Williams. They're trending, trending upward. McVay's probably in the – What if we – What if we ran Cam Makers 17 times? It could really throw them for a loop, right? You know that <laughs> squirrel, squirrel neck? He's supposed to be Cooper. Cooper squirrel, neck? squirrel neck? What, what if, squirrel neck. Squirrel neck? What if two catch Atwell? <laughs> That's a little too, too much, okay? Yeah. I mean, this team is the worst offense on paper right now, and we, would not, be, and we would not be saying that at all. That's his name, right? It is now. (laughs) Squirrel neck. It will be forever until the show's over. Squirrel neck. Squirrel neck. What would a squirrel neck look like? Squirrel neck. But the thing is, if you watch LA games, they do have those neck things that they wear. A lot of the Rams players have neck things. So hey, you know, go out there and get your your girlfriend a squirrel neck jacket for a squirrel neck coat for Christmas. There's there's a lot of squirrels out there, so. Shout out to Squirrel Girl in the comic book league. All right. Yeah, yeah, you're losing Squirrel Girl. Losing. All right, let's move on to our next game. The Niners, they suffer the injury from Jimmy G, but none none the same. They win 33-17 to over the Miami Dolphins. Uh, You know, the Dolphins coach couldn't come back and beat his old team. Neither could Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, who did absolutely nothing in this game because they were down most of the whole time. But Tua, you know, he had... couple picks here, but 295 yards, two touchdowns. He started the game off hot with a 75-yarder to, to Gary Sheffield. I mean, Trent Sherfield. Um, Tyreek Hill popped off nine for 146 and one. We did see Jalen Waddle get banged up. He only five targets, one for nine. So, yeah, a little bit of a disappointment there. Um, but, yeah, the, the Miami rushing game couldn't get it going. Mostert went seven for 30. Wilson, one for three. That's like a baseball stat. I went one for three today with a single. <laughs> cool. Um Purdy, like we already talked about, he's not great. It was all McCaffrey today. Eight catches for 80 and a touchdown, 17 for 66. Jordan Mason looked pretty good. Debo, respectable game considering he was on the injury list. Ayuk, this was really an opportunity where I thought Ayuk could break out and shine. Mm. Only five for 46. Not with Purdy. <laughs> and I talked about Kittle earlier. Man, I, I, I have traded all of my George Kittle shares in Dynasty. Because I'm just done with George Kittle. I know he's talented. He's a fun player. He will have some boom weeks, but I, I just can't anymore. Once with his value, solidify, nah. When they solidify that offensive line more, because he's one of the best. He's like, blocking a lot. If, yeah. he's an, if he's an offensive lineman, P. 
PFF would have him as a top-rated blocker at offensive tackle. He's so good at He's blocking. like Gronk. He's like Gronk because yeah. Gronk was an elite blocker. Yeah. Yep. And and if they were to solidify the offensive tackle position, you know, I don't think um what's his name on the right side? He's from Notre Dame. Tracy McGrady. That's it. Tracy McGrady. <laughs> it's got a killer killer uh dunk game though. Yeah, if if he's not having that great of a year and they're putting him on that side a lot, um if they can get him out running more routes like he was in his elite seasons, I think he'll be better. Uh, so so for me, as you're selling, I think the opportunity to buy is coming. I don't think it's quite yet, but I do think that will come because older tight end, not a great season. Those are always the players that you kind of want to jump on for opportunity, especially in a good offense with a player that we like in Trey Lance. Um, going back to the Dolphins, Tyree Kill did nothing for the first half and then came out second half and just blew up like Waddle was gone, so he was just like a tractor beam. Just sucked all the targets in. And, yeah, the, like run, the run game wasn't in, and McCaffrey just volume, volume, volume. And hey, Tyler, do you know since we traded a late second-round pick for Mike Kosicki, he has zero catches? Yeah, that's not great, but it's a, long, it's a long play. It's a long He'll con. be a free agent next year. Yeah, he'll go somewhere. He'll get used. Yeah, for sure. Long con, yep. We probably could have waited a couple weeks and given up a third. <laughs> Long it's con. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. The house is not on fire. It's a marathon. Yes, not a sprint. Oh, God, uh, it is right. a marathon? Oh, <laughs> shit. Damn it. <laughs> this is, damn it. All right, let's move on to the Bengals beating the Chiefs. Big game for Cincinnati. They moved to 8-4. and four. Chiefs are 9-3. and three. Cincinnati wins 27-24. to 24. No Joe Mixon in this one. He was a late. Could he play? Would he get cleared? He didn't get cleared, and it didn't matter. But Joe Burrow was balling in this game. 286, great completion percentage, 25 or 31 with two touchdowns. He rushed for a touchdown as well. 11 rushes for 46 yards. Samaje filled in great for Joe Mixon. 21 for 106. He didn't get a score because Chris Evans kind of poached one from him. Yeah, also, Chris Evans! That's right. Captain America. But took, also... Took 10 weeks, but we got it. P. Ryan also caught six balls for 49 yards. So a really nice game for Samaje. T. Higgins got a touchdown, but didn't have a, a ton of yardage. And then the return of Jamar Chase was big news. Eight targets, seven for 97 through the air. For the Chiefs, Mahomes only threw the ball 27 times, which is interesting. I think that's the lowest total he's had in a while. Did throw a touchdown pass. Isaiah Pacheco scored a touchdown, so we all love that. Travis yeah, yeah. Kelsey started off very, very slow and then got 56 yards receiving. But the Chiefs offense was just funky today, James. Like, What did you see in this game? I saw the Cincinnati defense actually kind of stick it to them. Uh, they were sticking it to the offensive line pretty well up front. And then the defensive backs actually did their job. So, yeah, I I, I think Cincinnati, it, they look like a contender for the Super Bowl once again, even though there are some missing pieces in this one. They, they handled Kansas City pretty well. Joe Burrow's running, and that matters a ton. He mm-hmm. is fully, fully, fully 11 healthy. rushes. Yeah, and, and that's what he did in college. And, you know, before the knee injury, that's what he was doing. That's That guy, extra points. Now that he's doing that, that pushes Burrow very high for me in Dynasty rankings. Like, that is awesome to see if you see Joe Burrow comfortable running when he needs to because he's an athletic dude, and we we always forget about that. And for me, hey, maybe running backs take six years to break out because P. Ryan was the dude. Like there was so <laughs> I drafted him in it. the end of the first round that year. Did you hang on to him? 
Could you? <laughs> <laughs> Could you really hang on to Piran? You really dropped him, not expecting the six-year breakout? God damn. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Man, here we are. He's oh, the Corey dude. Davis of running backs. The Corey, he's the Devontae Parker of running backs. Devontae yeah. Parker. Oh my God. I, oh, I love oh seeing it because he looks like we saw at Oklahoma. He was breaking like, tackles. He is an angry runner. Kyle Brandt already gave him the the staff, the angry runner staff in the shirt. Like that dude runs angry and you love to see it because you know, despite him kind of falling early on in his career. He looks nice little resurrection here. Yes. And he's active in the like he was another running back there. He doesn't catch passes in yeah. college. His hands are trash. And here he is catching passes. Welcome to the Jonathan Taylor, AJ Dillon, Ken Walker club. And Jamar Chase, a lot of volume, didn't get the touchdown, but it's his first game back from a hip injury. Like that was a major injury that people aren't really mm -hmm. talking about. That was a serious, serious injury. And he came back and you like to see it. And T. Higgins, still a great receiver, didn't get the volume, had a good touchdown. That 6'5 frame of his, his reached for the, the goal line and got in. And he good. Yeah, he's super good. Joe Burrow is, I mean, if this offensive line can play this good, I, man, this is a great outlook for Joey B. And on the other side, Isaiah Pacheco, let's talk a little bit about him. Do you think he's the guy next year? Or do you yes. think they kind of dip their toes? Oh. A hundred, I think a hundred percent because like they're gonna need a bunch of stuff because they're the type we talked about this last week or the week before. Any team that has a lot of players, Chris Jones, Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, making big money, if you can get a dirt cheap running back and he's effective, you keep him. You don't waste draft capital on another running back if you can get away with a guy like Pacheco who's making probably barely above league minimum because he was what a seventh round pick. Mm -hmm. Like he's not making squat. So you run that guy until the wheels fall off. Like that's the recipe. And man, I I love watching him run. He's one of those guys that he's reminds fun. me of uh, Thomas Rawls. Yeah. Like Chris Carson, <laughs> yeah. like that, that dude, a is rolling ball of butcher a knives, thousand miles an hour. And somebody just needs to go up to him. Like, Hey man, like let the hole open up a little bit, then go in. Like, he's just like, give me the ball. I'm running as hard as I can. hundred percent. I don't care. Man, like somebody should tell him, like, let's chill out. Like, maybe he had some cake too. Seven hundred five thousand dollars this year. That's that's yeah. awesome. And and Clyde, yeah. Especially well, if they're that's gonna an Andy Reid special for you. Right they, they they might extend Juju, so they're gonna need some money there. Like, yeah, this is a team that needs to find good players on cheap contracts. Well, Juju's gonna cost them like five million, right? Yeah, no, he'll, he'll make ten. Extend five he'll million, make, some Bitcoin, 10. and uh, ultimate TikTok <laughs> subscription. <laughs> Ooh, throw that in for free. Uh, did you guys see by chance a little off topic? The uh, it was a video about the girl that just got her wisdom teeth pulled and was going on about Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> that was that was so cute. It was so funny. She's like, oh, it, it mixing my wrist game. And Jamar's hurt, and she was just like, all you know oh, how yeah, you get I loopy, did right? See some of that. Yeah. It was really, it was a really they, fun they, video. What they need to do is just get her on a podcast and just give her, you know, some. Bunch of laughing gas. Yeah, a bunch of laughing like, gas Joe and have Burrow's her going. So Mike. beautiful, but he's got a girlfriend and he doesn't want me. The, the emotional roller coaster she went on talking about her bangles was insane. It was positive, then all of a sudden, boom, talking about Joe Burrow having a girlfriend, then all of a sudden, oh, positivity. And then, nope, oh, Joe Mixon's out. Yeah. So I when loved my, it. my wife got her wisdom teeth done, she was loopy like that. When I got mine done, Nothing. They're like, oh, don't drive home. I could have drove home like after I, I got local, mine done. I, I was had good. local anesthesia, so that was my fun stuff when I got wisdom teeth taken out. I felt yeah. I didn't feel it, but I heard everything. 
I had headphones in. Headphones don't help when you're getting mouth surgery. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, you're going to have an MRI. Put on this headphone of this machine. And I still hear. The worst. All right, let's move on to our last game. I don't know what, guys, but the Raiders are all of a sudden winning games. And the, Chargers, the Chargers are not charging. They are, oh, my God, the most frustratingly weird team in the NFL every year. All the talent in the world at a bunch of positions. And they're just mediocre. No, nope. um, shout old. out Mad Max reference. They're old. You're so old. Uh, no, Joey Bosa doesn't hurt, but uh, doesn't help rather. But uh, Las Vegas moves to five and seven. They win twenty-seven to twenty. Justin Herbert has a statistically a good game. Eckler, man, their run game sucks. Like they are not able to run the ball a lick lately, and it's all been Eckler through the air. Five for sixty-seven today. Um, you know, he had double digit targets last week, but they're, they're averaging like three yards of carry on the ground. Keenan Allen had a nice touchdown, 14 targets, six for 88 and a touchdown. Gerald Everett, if you started him in your tight end or your tight end premium leagues, he's a tight end one just for having 80 yards receiving. And then Josh Palmer with Michael Williams out good volume, seven for 60 on 11 targets. And then for the Raiders, it was really all Josh Jacobs and Devontae oh, Adams, like log out. It was those two, those two guys getting over 300 yards of offense for the team, Josh Jacobs, he was on the injury report. Eh, 26 carries, buck 44. He's still I'm never the NFL trusting leader. that injury report ever again. <laughs> the, it's the, like every week he's on they, the injury report. And then he plays and goes over 120 yards. What they did is they threatened him to, to play him in another uh, Hall of Fame game. They're like, hey, you want to sit out? There's a Hall of Fame game waiting for you. He's like, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, so, yeah, Jacobs pops off. Wasn't really active in the passing game. Only two targets this week. But uh, Devontae Adams, 12 targets, 8 for 177, two touchdowns. He might be on the older side, but gosh darn it, he is a locked-in wide receiver one every single week. He's just too damn good. Uh, Matt Collins, cool, nine targets, so that's notable, and he has been playing well. Um, so this game kind of, I mean, fun game, I guess, to watch, but it was... I just want to talk about the Chargers. Uh, when I say they're older, look at their weapons. Keen Allen, 30. Mike Williams has a body of a 53-year-old. Um, you got Gerald Everett, who's been in the league for what seems to be 25 years and Eckler's 28. Yeah. Like this team is getting the weapons around a very young, talented quarterback are young. They need to draft a young, talented receiver. They're getting their offensive line back. They had tons of injuries there. They need to look at this class and be like, okay, what weapons can we surround Herbert with? Even the free agency, like, don't go for these older players. Dip your toes into the draft. They should have done everything they could to get a weapon from this draft class. They should have taken a George Pickens. They should have taken somebody like that, but they didn't. They were stubborn. Yeah, they took Isaiah Spiller. They took Isaiah Spiller. And, and, you know, I get they wanted to see if Palmer's the guy. I was talking with Doug earlier this week, and I I think Palmer's a great number two for them for the future. But they need an elite elite style playmaker like the guy on the other side Devonte adams for years to grow with herbert and like a jamar chase with with joe burrow he doesn't have that tua has tyreek and waddle herbert doesn't have that and my my opinion keen allen's a great number two a possession guy that will help him you know just with the short stuff but they need he needs a guy that's the first read guy that he trusts completely they don't have that, in my opinion. I don't well, think Mike Michael, Williams. I don't think he is new like, contract. It's like, going to be there for a bit. Yeah, Mike Will- yeah, he needs to be there for a bit, but he's never healthy. He's he's not dependable, and that's the issue. 
Like, and if you have Mike Williams, you're kind of stuck with Mike Williams. Obviously, being injured right now, you're not going to be able to move him. But like that's always the case. He's always injured, and he's carrying that. So yeah, yeah. He's I, I feel your pain. Years old. I feel Mike your pain. Will- Mike Williams is 27. He's also yeah, not he'll be 30. He'll be 31 when his contract's done. And and also, well, his contract is only two years guaranteed. Like after the second, after next year, they can cut him no problem. Well, because they're going to have to clear space to pay Justin Herbert. Yes, and Herbert will probably be the highest paid quarterback because he's very, very good, and he just needs a weapon. That's kind of my. That's why I'm so upset with the Chargers, and they're like, "Oh, Chargers going to charge her. It's like, yeah, because you're not giving this guy elite talent like Cincinnati did, like the Dolphins. I mean, they tried to protect him with the line, and they just said, "I mean, the Chargers seem to always be the most injured team every year." (laughs) Well, they kept their team doctor that punctured the lungs of (laughs) Tyrod Taylor. Like, hey, he did nothing wrong. Did nothing wrong. It was a while. Yeah, he was the same one that was working on Keenan Allen's ankle all we all year, right? Yeah. Or hamstring. Yeah. Hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. Now, now, Keenan, tell me if this hurts and just twist it all the way. Uh, He's out there with some scissors cutting his hamstring. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) It's kind of Dexter. That is a little Dexter. Before we wrap up, last but certainly not least, I, I had an underdog tilt this week, guys. I came six David Montgomery rushing yards to cashing for 100 bucks. In their their pick'em. And I got very close on my other one, which would have been for two hundred dollars. I missed it by ten Brandon Ayuk receiving yards and just a handful of rushing yards from someone. It's a lot of fun to play. Um, I like to do the pick'ems where I can do the prop bets on over and unders. It's a lot of fun. And uh, you, you know, you can bet five bucks and do a 20 times multiplier to win a hundred uh if you get lucky and you hit, which is a lot of fun. So that's how I prefer to play underdog. But you can play it, you know, just like your regular daily DFS. There's lots of different plays to pick against people in drafts. You can do the pick them. Hopefully, you don't get hacked like our friend, like James did this week on oh, another but I, on but another I website. But I you did won. stick it. To, I want after I'm done here, I want you yeah, to tell yeah. that story because it yeah. is a good one. Um, but check out Underdog. You can also play other sports on there as well. So basketball, you can play hockey once baseball season rolls around and we all get bored. Um, you can go check that out, and we'll match up to hundred dollars right away when you use code DHH. To play it's pretty awesome i definitely uh advise checking it out one of the best up-and-coming dfs apps on the market both in the google play store and the apple app store once again code dhh deposit up to 100 dollars matched right away for you james before we get out of here please tell us your fun DS- dfs story of the week so i i learned that you can't have password as your password on a website that <laughs> involves your your bank account and and you know, so this Good is what advice. happened. Um, a DFS website that will not be named. Um, my account got hacked. But what this hacker was doing was he was taking my uh, ID or my web ID, whatever it was, and he was entering me in contests for fantasy hockey of all things. No offense, oh. Tyler. I know you love your fantasy hockey. Oh. Um, but I personally don't play or watch hockey. I haven't played hockey in about 20 years. And yes, I'm old. Um, older than Aaron Rodgers. Older than Aaron Rodgers by a couple months. A- anyway, I got entered into this contest. It was a $100 buy-in, head-to-head, three-way. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what is going on? So I filed a, a complaint or whatever. But to make a, a long story longer, I changed my lineup. This guy had IR spots filled in with these guys, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Did a little quick statistic check and changed my lineup around and won 300 bucks 
from this guy. I don't know your name, J123, whatever your fake screen name was. Hacker McHackerson. Hacker McHackerson. Um, Hacker McHackerson. So he submitted a lineup himself in that same. I, I'm same I'm lineup. pretty sure, or maybe he's like... grouping these hacked accounts up against each against other him, and then so just he can win the money. Yep, that's, yes, what I'm, that's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That sounds. Yep. Wow, what an idiot. Yeah, so <laughs> apparently he didn't search me or anything and know that I am a fantasy guru at, at hockey. At hockey, yeah. Yeah, at hockey of all things. Follow James' new Twitter at fantasy hockey at guru. JamesCalgaryFlames.com. <laughs> James Flames. James Flames. <laughs> James Calgary Flames. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so apparently we're going to start a new DHH podcast, including hockey from now on. Uh, Tyler, I won a fantasy uh, hockey league once. Uh, I, I've never played fantasy hockey in my life, but do until now, until until yesterday, and serves that guy right, that sob. He's gonna yeah. be swimming with the fishes if I ever get my hands. How he's gonna log in he? and be like, "What? What? Happened? Oh, he changed his password. It's not password one two three anymore." <laughs> well, first of all, James, that's on you. Obviously, sticking you do, it to the man. It's definitely not password one two three. Obviously, okay? you it's just one, do two, the three, same. Yeah. Obviously, you just do the name of. Damn! Your now actual... I gotta change it again. Yeah, shoot, we're guessing it. Damn it. Cowboy butts make me nuts. There you go. That's right. That's right. Uh, anything else before we wrap up, guys, on a beautiful week 13 here in the NFL landscape? Oh, man, playoffs are coming. I am excited for Same. that to happen. The past yes. couple weeks have been kind of like those weeks where you're like, okay, I'm ready for the playoff, like fantasy playoffs. I was having more fun watching as a fan as of late, but for me, the fantasy playoffs are coming, and I am excited for that to happen because a lot of the teams where I know I'm in or out have been in or out for a while, so I haven't had any teams on the fringe. Either I suck or I'm good. <laughs> so I'm just hoping I'm that Ken Walker so. is not injured. Same. I hope he's a runner next week, One to two not weeks a walker. is what I heard. Oh, one or two weeks. If he gets right. next week, I'm cool with it. It's yeah. once the playoffs start, I yeah, I might need him back. I'm, you know gonna, I'm definitely going to need him back because I'm going to get I'm going to lose my buy because he's not playing. Next Hop week. on Twitter, let's message him, and be like, "Hey, Ken Walker, let's let's get healthy, right? That's what everybody should do, right? No, I think never. So. Maybe positive, he just needs a little highs. bit of a break. That's yeah. All. If you're going to do that, definitely, Doug, I agree. Positive stuff, like, hey man, positive hopefully vibes. you feel better. Just don't Rooting for the, you the rest of the way. Yeah, just don't add. I need you. <laughs> I hate those people. Anywho, I need you. Oh, come back. Why'd you get hurt, you big jerk? Yeah, don't My be that fantasy player. And I don't have replacements. I'm the water boy. I'm <laughs> water boy. Big trust. Well, mama, mama fed. All right, that's enough. We're, we're, my cake's wearing off. We're going off the rails. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at Dynasty Happy Hour. As always, shout out to Trophy Smack. Shout out to Underdog and shout out to Manscaped. Awesome sponsors. We appreciate you. Make sure you check out Viridian Global if you need a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, all those things. We've got it on there. Check it out. I'm Doug. That's James. It's been Tyler. Try for effect. You got to push for the make those playoffs. We're going to be here for you next Sunday on Dynasty Happy Hour. Peace and chicken grease. See you around. <laughs>